Hello and welcome to the Collect Your Life Incorporated podcast. We are so excited that you decided to join us. I am your host and CEO, Janessa A. Henderson. I am, again, so thankful if you're listening on Apple, on Spotify, on Anchor, on YouTube. Make sure you like, uh, share, subscribe this episode. So this episode is um, episode four of season two. Um, this is part of my grief, part two of my grief journey, um, dealing with holidays. So, um, in season one, I talked about my grief journey, um, about four months after my dad passed and just like the things I had experienced and like what people had, you know, told me and how people made me feel and all those things again uh this podcast is to just give you um some insight on what i have been dealt with basically being transparent um in my grief journey um through um the different experiences that i've gone through um this is not a substitute for therapy this is not a substitute for going to seek help if you uh, feel that you need the help. Um, Even if you don't feel like you need it, um, it's always good to just reach out to a professional. So this is not um, a life coach coach session. This is not a therapy session. Um, This is just me being transparent and maybe trying to help someone else on their journey. Um, So this is June. So it's about 10 months since my dad passed. Um, so we're coming up on a year, um, coming up in August. So holidays, and let me just say that, um, holidays are difficult in general. Um, just because, you know, stuff might not be the same it could be you know dealing with family and so when you add on grief to it you know it 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 can be a lot it can be suffocating uh to be honest so my podcast that i did uh prior to the other uh my first part of my grief journey thus far that i did four months after my dad passed in december um if you haven't listened to it go listen to it it's on season one um i hadn't really dealt with any holidays except for thanksgiving so um thanksgiving was kind of okay um because um i had my baby girl with me or whatever so like i hadn't gone like after i did that podcast was when i dealt with christmas new year's my dad's birthday my birthday all of that so um and then thus far you know the holidays that happened this year like easter and um different times that i know i will see my dad um happened so now i have like i guess i would say a more a greater grasp for it so basically um let's go ahead and get into it so my Christmas was rather weird because 
I was by myself, but it was what I needed. Now, I don't suggest that unless you know you're going to be okay. I say that to say it's good to surround yourself with family. Um, however, you have to also know your boundaries and know your limits. Sometimes being around too much family or family for too long can trigger. And this is, you know, things that, of course, my counselor, grief counselor, uh, therapist, um, and regular therapist talk to me about. And I highly suggest that if you've dealt with any loss, um, because, um, it's, it's different. It helps you to heal, um, in, in the best way that you can. Um, and of course, Jesus helps, uh, that's the main thing that has helped me through this process and given me strength. Um, but grief therapy definitely aided in that it was a christian uh grief therapist uh counseling and it was really good it was a really good program like i still go through the workbook and do things now but the main thing that is taught is to you can or that that's gone over is that you can of course make sure you set boundaries you can do things that you know if you want to do things like traditions that you did with that person or sometimes people might not want to do traditions so for me for um christmas all i wanted was to really be left alone like i didn't want a big anything and i think my main reason for that um it wasn't that i was um going to be home and wallowing in my own whatever Part of it was because last year, um, the year prior to, um, I had Christmas with my dad. Um, he was there. Um, and I also just had a lot going on. I had planned to um, go out of town and stuff for my birthday. And, you know, stuff didn't go as planned and i it was like my way of having a vacation but not having a vacation if that makes sense so i was able to just really be by myself eat and relax and when i say i had the best christmas like that um because christmas eve i was able to spend with my baby girl and you know family members so christmas day i just wanted to be left alone like and it was like peace i had cried um like some days prior to like just leading up to it and i think that was like my way of releasing crying is a way of releasing is not saying that you're soft or it's not saying that you're weak or anything of that nature um so I was really able to just be with myself and my thoughts and just commune with God and just, you know, be to myself. And so Christmas was good for me. Um, I did shed tears because, of course, you know, I miss my dad. Like, 
that's that's a feeling that's not going to go away. So whenever you have that feeling of grief um, pulling on you, first make sure that it doesn't overtake you. Um, and I'll get to that in a second. So um, Christmas was good for me. Like I said, I was by myself. I just wanted to be by myself, quiet, slept rarely did you know did anything it was beautiful it was a beautiful day um just beautiful literally so then um moving to like you know the new year and all these things and I'm like okay father's day is gonna come up you know and I'm like in the back of my mind I'm getting that anxious anxiety like this is finna happen you know it's finna come it's finna come before I know it like and it it has like Father's Day is this weekend and I'm just like well how am I going to deal with this um how am I going to spend the day um and so I really had to go and seek look at those scriptures and um seek the lord about like how do i want this weekend to look um yes there's gonna be times i cry i've already cried like this week alone i've cried last week just thinking about this is my first father's day without my father um like and if you don't know um i was a true daddy's girl okay that was my dude okay that was my guy okay so i'm a true daddy's girl um but i had to also remember that my heavenly father is with me always i had to also remember that he has never left me nor forsaken me and he has given me the comfort and the love that I needed, he has always been there. And that's the Heavenly Father has been there for me. So, um, I, I, one thing for when you're grieving and the holidays come around, you want to have kind of a plan of how you're going to deal with stuff. Because stuff, like your emotions are going to be all over the place. Like you could be, you could be hysterically crying. You could be all, you just discombobulated. So, um, you want to have some sort of plan. This is like what my counselor was telling me. You want to have some sort of plan of how that weekend or that holiday is going to go. Um, or like a, even a plan in a plan B, like a plan A, plan B. Because I had one for Christmas. I had one for this. And I have one for um, Father's Day. Like my plan A is just to, you know, go to church, worship, be with my baby girl. And that's it. Just relax. Like not stressing, not thinking of anything. I probably will be off of social media. Um, I'll probably make my little post. If I make a post, um, probably off of social media so it doesn't trigger anything. Um, that's one thing is to set a boundary. 
set boundaries with people. Um, people may want to come and bombard you or they may want to come and, you know, just sit with you because they think you're going, you know, you, they, you need someone to sit with. And you may need someone to sit with, but you know yourself to set that boundary. Um, so um, I had to learn to set the boundary with family and friends and be like, no, I'm not going to do that. No, I'm not going to go here. Um, I'm going, I have my plans for the day and this is what I'm going to do. And um, the hardest thing is setting boundaries with people that you've been closest to for the longest, especially if it's a family member or something, but you have to set those boundaries for your own peace. And I promise it is a blessing to set boundaries. Um, it is just pure joy to set those boundaries, like literally. So um, this weekend, I, you know, kind of have my plan together, but I'm not going to lie. I was still sad and I had to really go into my prayer closet. I had to really um, ask people to pray for me. Like, don't be afraid to reach out uh, to loved ones if you're not okay. Like, that's the thing that I'm learning in this journey of just life, period. But especially in my grief journey, because... Um, if you didn't know, grief is not just the loss of a loved one who's gone on, you know, um, but grief could be you're grieving, you're in a transition, like maybe you're like last year you were married and this year you're separated or this, last year you're married, this year you're divorced or, you know, something of that nature. So in the course of my dad passing, I my life was in transition, like I'm in total like divorcee mode and um totally officially legally divorced before my dad passes so you know going through all this transition in my life was a lot because I'm like thinking of like years prior to around this time I was or like thinking of grieving where my I thought my life should be. Um, when you turn certain ages, you may grieve, you know, just grieving loss. So grieving doesn't have to be a necessarily a loss of a person. So um, even with holidays for me, like um, just in general, it's a lot to, you know, it can be a lot sometimes. So you have to make sure that if you need to reach out to someone, do so. Don't be afraid to, don't be so prideful in your grief that you fail to reach out to someone and you are, you know, just wallowing in the grief and grief overtakes you. Because you have failed to reach out or try to tell people or you're too prideful and you're like, well, they're not going to understand and they don't understand me. They didn't go through this. And yeah, that person may not have lost a parent. But if you have people in your corner, reach out to them. Tell them to pray for me. Like, look, I need you, your prayers. I need you to... 
or or talk to your your therapist or something do a session do something if you know that you're not going to be okay so you can have that support or maybe you need to be around people for at least two hours and say okay let's let's have brunch for two hours and then you go home and that just makes your day better whatever you need to do that is right for you um make sure you do it so i knew i had to call my people who i know can get a prayer through like listen pray for me like i can feel the tears coming when i'm about to ask these people this like literally the tears was already there when i'm asking my people to pray for me and um it's it's not bad to do and it's like it shows that you're human it shows that you you know you experience grief just like everyone else um but again everyone else's grief journey is different um where whereas people may see me as being so strong and i'm like it's not my strength i promise y'all and it's not and people have told me you're so strong you're so strong you're this you're that with everything that i've gone through and I appreciate it, but it's all God. It's not me. I can't take the credit for it because without him guiding me, leading me, grounding me in this thing called life, I would not be where I am today. And that's the same with a grief journey. Everyone else's life journey everyone else's paths everyone else's steps are ordered by god so your journey in grief may look different from someone else my journey may look different from my brother who has dealt with the same loss his his dad passed just like mine because we have the same father so you know like his journey may look different from mine or just like my mom's her journey may be different from my brother and myself because that's her journey or she may deal with grief in a different way than we do um the main thing to do is to make sure that you're not using like a drug or a alcohol or something to try to substitute and fill a void for that person or that thing that you're grieving even if it's not a loss of a person make sure that you're grieving in a healthy way uh, make sure you're not overeating and you know make sure you're grieving healthily um grief can grapple you and it can take it can literally suck the life out of you um if you allow it to you have to be on top of it and basically tell grief that it's not going to consume you you have to do that during these times, especially the holidays, because, again, they dredge up those memories. Now, holidays also can be a plus. It can be a happy time because you're remembering those memories. And that's one thing for me personally, what I did even when I was alone uh, for Christmas, I was just thinking of memories of my dad, um, looking at pictures, and I did not cry one time. Now, I will say before that, I did cry. I cried like a baby. I boohooed because I was like, my dad is not here. Um, it really hurt me. 
and uh, prayer, scripture, and journaling. And like I wrote a letter. This is um, a thing that my grief counselor um, told me as well. I wrote a letter to my father. Um, and it was really profound. I also wrote a letter to someone who was going through the same type of loss I was. Um, who or who would have been or who would be going through the same type of loss and it was just so good to release it so good to journal and even just journaling um so you gotta find ways of releasing that grief into something positive um maybe it's a podcast or like a vlog or a live and you're going through the different stages um it's different stages of healing there's different stages of grief um and again like I said everyone's is not going to be the same but um the holidays can be rough because again they will dredge up those memories that you once had even if you're grieving you know a different time or grieving where you thought you would be by a certain time and you're not there or something you know um it can bring up painful memories or triggers of what could have been or what should have been or you know um maybe my life would be better if my dad was here or my mom was here or whoever you know whoever you've lost or whatever you lost um maybe it was a vision of yourself that you thought you would be um you cannot let it consume you. You cannot let it overtake you. Um, because again, grief will try to grapple you and take and suck the life out of you. And you cannot allow, you can't give grief power like that. Um, in the scriptures, and, and I'm not going to quote it verbatim, but... Um, the Lord will comfort you and he will send a comforter to you. And that's one of the things that has really blessed me through this process. Not only God giving me strength, but God sending his Holy Spirit to bless me through this process, sending a comforter uh, to comfort me and me just knowing, okay, yes, my earthly biological father has passed on. And he's rejoicing. I'm sure he's rejoicing in heaven and having a great time, you know, praising, preaching, shouting, you know. Um, but I have a heavenly father who's always present and always there for me. And who's who's been giving me this strength all along that I didn't know I had. I didn't know, you know, last year, um, Father's Day. I didn't know that would be my last Father's Day with my dad, of course. Um, I didn't know that um, the year before would have been my last birthday and um, last Christmas with my dad. But I'm glad I was able to cherish those memories. I'm glad I have memories. I'm glad I have something to go by. So dwell on those good things and dwell on in the fact that you have a heavenly father who created you. Or you have a, you know, 
a comforter even if you didn't lose your father you lost your mother or you lost you know someone you have a comforter in Jesus um and he is sweeter and better than anything um he'll give you that peace he'll give you that joy that you need that love that you may be looking for it's all found in him it's all found in his word um and also get you a good counselor like i can't stress this enough jesus and therapy go hand in hand okay um but get a one that's specific to grief because when i say that it has it opened my eyes to different things that i didn't realize that like it's stuff that i knew but i really didn't realize until like i'm going through it and it's like people just like you and me sharing their stories um in this particular part of my you know sessions it was like me share you know not sharing out with people but them sharing pouring into me and telling me this is what i dealt with and i'm like wow and i just have to put things into perspective when you put stuff in a certain perspective um yes you would have wanted your loved one um to live forever but if you're thinking in the kingdom mindset and this is a kingdom minded podcast so if you're thinking in the kingdom mindset and you're like well there with jesus well i believe there with jesus that's what you know the hope is so let me get myself together so that i can make sure that i see them again or i'll see them again it's not gonna it's not a sad thing for me because i will see them one day um so you have to also think into perspective that you were given that person for a certain season and that season if you steward your seasons well with people you steward your relationships well with people when they're gone on there won't be any of course there's going to be sadness that's natural we're human flesh but you're going to understand that i spent the time with I, with my dad i don't have any regrets i spent time with him i loved on him while he was living i gave him his flowers while he was living and i'm glad i did so rest in the fact that they know that you love them rest in the fact that you know your loved one you know knows that you love them or you spent time with them and have no regrets if you don't have any regrets the only thing i would have wanted to have more of is pictures and video from like the 90s but of course we didn't have cell phones like we have now so that's my only thing like dang i wish i had had more pictures growing up Cause dad really didn't take like to take pictures. He was the one taking the picture. So, or we didn't really have cameras like that. We had Polaroids, you know. But what I have is etched in my heart. The memories I have are etched in my heart, and I'll always cherish those. And whatever you deem that you need to do during the holiday season if you need to have a day where you're just sitting 
by yourself, you're relaxing or you, you know, you're doing what you need to do in a healthy way. You're getting you something to eat. You know, you're just reading a book, you're journaling, you're writing, whatever you need to do in a healthy way. Make sure you do it. If you need to spend time with family for only an hour, do it. And then after that hour, kindly say, all right, guys, I'll see you guys later. You know, do what is best for you. Um, the best thing I can say is to pray on what you should do or what, you, what you're led to do. And, of course, your, things may change. So make sure that you have your plan in place. That's the best thing for um, being told by my counselor. That's the best thing to do when you're grieving is to make sure you have a plan and plan, plan A and plan B in place just in case you need to switch it up. Um, so you won't be scrambling and won't be all over the place when that holiday comes. I hope this um, part of my grief journey dealing with holidays has helped someone. I hope that you were able to receive something and that you, you know, got something from this. Um, and I hope that, again, it blessed you in a way that it blessed me to be transparent and to release uh, this to you. Um, I hope that you have a great holiday season dealing with the grief and we are out. Be blessed.